You're listening to Word on Health, the report with its finger on the pulse of popular medicine with Paul Pennington. Word on Health, feel very best of health. On this edition of the Word and Health podcast, following the huge feedback we had to our recent report on diet-related malnutrition across the UK, which resulted in over 10,000 visits to our wordonhealth.com website, I'm talking to the CEO of the charity whose vision is that everyone should have access to healthy and affordable food. He is Jonathan Pauling, and the organisation he leads is the Alexandra Rose Charity. Jonathan, thank you for joining me on the Word and Health podcast. Before we talk about this new pilot scheme the charity is leading that will make fresh fruit and veg available on prescription from our doctors in a certain part of the UK, for those of us that aren't familiar with the charity, talk us through its history. Thanks, Paul, and thanks for having me on your podcast. Alexandra Rose Charity was set up 110 years ago by Queen Alexandra. She was a Danish princess who came to the UK, and when she arrived, she was very shocked at the scale of poverty that she saw around her, especially in London. And when it came to her 50th anniversary of her arrival in the UK, she decided to try and do something about it. And so she set up a fundraising drive to improve access to healthcare for families and children. They went out and sold artificial roses on the streets of London in 1912, and that was hugely successful. So they decided to replicate it every year and it continued in that vein up until 2012 when the last Rose Day collection took place on the 100th anniversary of the foundation. The charity by that stage had gone through a number of different guises and they decided that it was time for the organisation to look again and almost to go back to first principles and say, well, what was Queen Alexandra trying to do and what is the modern day equivalent of the challenges that she saw then? And the trustees came upon the confluence, if you like, between diet-related ill health and food insecurity and food poverty and that access to good food is a real challenge for people on low incomes in the UK and they wanted to do something about it and that's how we developed our Rose Voucher for Fruit and Veg Projects. The initial focus of the charity's work was in London but you've now extended across the UK. That's correct. So we started in 2014 with two small pilots in London, in Hackney. We were working with local children's centres to engage families with young children under the age of four and trying to help them to develop healthy food culture in the early years of their child's life. And so the Rose Vouchers were given out at children's centres, redeemed at local markets and independent retailers. And the evidence was that people were increasing consumption of fresh fruit and veg, their health was improved, their children's development was getting better. Then we started looking around and going, well, how can we develop this in other areas? We rolled out in another London borough and then funders started getting interested and saying, well, this is a really great model. It's hugely needed in other parts of the UK. We did an expression of interest to test if there was demand and we had 14 cities and towns come back and apply. And we chose two locations at that time, Barnsley in South Yorkshire and Liverpool. And since then, we've expanded the project into Glasgow as well. How have you adapted the scheme to meet the individual needs of each area? And what's been the feedback? The project's been well received and the impact on people's health is really positive. At the same time, we've been looking at the food economy of these places and some of them have really fantastic markets like Barnsley, but other places like Liverpool have very small market culture and there are huge swathes of the city where physical access to fruit and veg is really tricky. So there we've partnered with a mobile fruit and veg van that goes around into neighbourhoods and families can bring their vouchers to the bus. It works beautifully. In Glasgow, we're partnering there with a food pantry, helping them set up a retail model for fresh fruit and veg so it improves access to those local communities. 
Are the supermarkets involved in these schemes? We don't work with supermarkets for a number of reasons. Primarily, we believe that the most important thing is that we develop a diverse, accessible, local, healthy food economy. Um, and that's what's really lacking in lots of communities. Competitive, local, independent retailers, markets, market stalls, they're really fantastic examples of that. So we want to see that part of the economy thriving and developing and growing. But also, as a charity, it would seem slightly perverse for us to raise funds from the public for them to go into the hands of people who really need access to good food, but then for that money to go back into the coffers of large supermarket chains who are doing quite well economically from the United Kingdom's economy. So we really believe in supporting the local, diverse, healthy retail situation. And so we're turning our attention also to see how we can help stimulate new retail opportunities in those local areas. In terms of the monetary value of the vouchers you make available, how much are they and how would people access them? The model that we originally developed, which was based on early years and working in partnership with children's centres and other early years providers, we originally based that on matching what's called the Healthy Start voucher, which is a government scheme to improve nutrition in early years. And so the voucher is worth £4 per child under the age of five. And if you have more than one child under the age of five, then you get multiples of that four pounds of vouchers. Each voucher is, is a single one pound denomination. So it allows families, especially on markets, to have choice. So they can shop at one market stall for a pound a bowl of something that they like from that stall. They can move on to another stall. It works like cash. So market traders really like that. It's just like stuffing cash into their front pocket. So it doesn't slow down any of the transactions on their market stall. We do also promote early years nutrition for young mothers as well, especially so we increase the value of that voucher to six pounds when the child is under one year of age, which is a really crucial time for parents to be eating well. Every local centre has a sort of different way of distributing the vouchers. The idea of partnering with these centres is that the vouchers are a literal carrot and a metaphorical carrot. The literal carrot is you go to the market and exchange it for a carrot. The metaphorical carrot is you have to go every week to a children's centre to pick up the voucher. And by doing so, you get engaged in all of the wider wraparound support services that a children's centre can offer. So that's breastfeeding support, weaning workshops, cook and eat sessions. It might be signposting to other services like debt advice, employability, volunteering opportunities, stay and play groups. The holistic means for not only having improved access to good food, but then having the wherewithal to make the most of that and giving the skills and opportunities to give your children the best possible start in life. This new scheme that you're piloting, making fruit and veg available on prescription from doctors, how did that come about? For many years now, we've had the ambition to do fruit and veg on prescription. We came up with the concept based on inspiration of similar work that we saw in the United States. Thankfully, the opportunity has come to fruition thanks to funding from the public health departments in the London boroughs of Tower Hamlets and Lambeth, both areas where we already run our children's centre model. So they know the track record of the organisation. They know about the impact of our work. They see diet-related ill health is getting worse. They see the cost of living crisis impacting on accessibility and affordability of healthy food. And they know that if they don't do something different, this cost of living crisis is just going to turn into a health inequalities crisis in two or three years' time because more and more people have to rely on cheap, unhealthy, processed foods to get the calorie content that they need to keep going. And 
there's a big evidence base around this. When people don't have enough food to eat, they need to be fed, and that's super important. But actually, it's not just about filling bellies. It's about the nutritional content of the food that goes into those bellies. We can solve a food insecurity need now through using surplus food, but we actually might not be solving their diet-related health problems right now, or we could even be storing up diet-related health problems in years to come. With a voucher, the good thing about it is it's your choice. You get to go to that market and you choose the food that you like that's culturally appropriate for you. It allows you to maybe experiment a little bit. You get a bit of freedom. Well, I might try that. I've never tried avocado. I've never tried purple sprouting broccoli. Let's give it a go because it's not my money. You've got to give people that sort of freedom. And that sometimes is a financial freedom to be able to afford that. What's the scale of the pilots and how will you evaluate it? We're working with around about 120 participants in the project across the two areas, giving out vouchers in Lambeth, it's £8 a week per individual. And if they have more people in their family, they get £2 extra for each member of their family. In Tower Hamlets, it's set at six with £2 additional for every extra member of the family. That's been tested on the local market. You can get large bags of fresh fruit and veg from markets in Tower Hamlets and it can feed your family for the week. We'll be working in partnership with the social prescribers associated with the Bromley by Bow Centre, which is a GP-led community centre in Tower Hamlets. And we're working in partnership with an organisation called The Beacon Project in Lambeth, who are a group of health professionals led by GPs who know that there are huge communities in Lambeth that don't regularly access mainstream health services. They don't present with their health problems until they become very big health problems. So what they do is they go out into the communities. They've got great locations. They've got one in a church and a community center. They've even got an outreach center in a barber shop. So they just go to where the people are and then start talking to them about their health and well-being, especially looking at hypertension because it's a sort of an underlying marker for many, many health conditions. So they take people's blood pressure and then they talk to them about their wider health and well-being. And they've been signposting them to a range of services. But now they can give them vouchers for fresh fruit and veg that they can pick up every week from that service and take it to the local market. So again, it becomes that regular routine of engagement, that regular support. And then through the GPs and the health practice nurses, they can give them wider advice around some of their health concerns. How will you evaluate it? Both models are slightly different. One is more traditional, social prescribers attached to a GP surgery. The other is a real outreach, community-based health service. In our team, we've got an impact and evaluation manager, and we're working with the public health teams in both locations to devise the way that we evaluate impact. So we'll be doing baseline surveys with everyone who's on the project. In Lambeth, we'll also have the data around blood pressure and hypertension. So it'll be very interesting to see if some people's blood pressure is improved by the project. But we'll also be asking a range of questions around how any condition that they might be suffering from is being impacted by being engaged in the programme. My grateful thanks to Jonathan Pauling. To link through to the Alexander Rose charity, visit the podcast page of the wordandhealth.com website. That address being www.wordandhealth.com. Word on Health, on air and online 52 weeks of the year with Paul Pennington. Word on Health, your personal prescription for your very best of health.